Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Tim Wildman, president of the American Family Association. Hey, welcome. Welcome back, everybody, to Today's Issues on the American Family Radio Network. Today's Issues, the name of the show. Uh, Tim with Ed, and now Steve Jordahl joins us. Good morning, Steve. Good morning. If you want to watch us on the internet, Facebook is carrying our show live with live video streaming. Just type in Today's Issues or our own live video streaming service, streaming.afa.net is easy to access. Streaming.afa.net is our own uh, place to go there. Uh, If you want to send us an email, the address is comments at afr.net, comments at afr.net. Steve, before we jump into whatever you have in your stack of stuff there to go over, did you guys see where these, uh, okay, President Biden went to Nantucket. Is that Rhode Island? Where is that? Well, what is Nantucket? Delaware? Nantucket. No, I think that's off that coast Maryland? Mass, I mean, isn't it? I think okay. it's Massachusetts. Anyway, he went to Nantucket Mr. for, um, none of us knows where Nantucket it's is. It's off the coast of Massachusetts. Okay. Yeah. Off co- uh, Cape Cod. Okay, he went there for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Secret Service rented some vehicles yes, from Hertz. Did. Yep. You got this story, Steve? I did. All right, tell our, uh, take it from there. Well, so, yeah, the Secret Service rented these vehicles from Hertz. They parked them outside the uh, his, wherever he was staying. And, uh, it's usually called a compound. Yeah. They parked right out, well, th- these were actually still at the airport. Uh, in the Nantucket Memorial Airport, and just uh, one of them caught fire and caught the rest of them on fire. Five of these cars burned up, and I mean, you can you see the pictures. The front engine compartments of these cars are are gone. Okay, so it wasn't that five of them simultaneously exploded. Here's what it, you're no telling me: Tom Cruise wasn't there. <laughs> that what you're I, telling me? I, I cannot confirm or deny whether Tom Cruise was there, Cruise was there or not. But here's what we know: we, they don't know why it happened yet. But one of the vehicles was the Ford Expedition, which is under a manufacturer's battery recall, and the vehicle was scheduled to receive a replacement battery, but had not yet been swapped out at the time of the fire. So they're guessing, perhaps, that that caught fire and spread to the. Uh, well, when I first read this story, yeah, you know, I'm thinking. This is like the Russians are trying to take out the United States president. That's what I thought, but, but that's not true. Because it because it sounds like something that would happen in a Mission Impossible yeah kind of yeah setting. Of course, the president of the United States is in the beast. He's not in a rental, you know, at from from Hertz. Is that that, that Hertz? was my yeah Hertz. That was my first thought when I heard the story. Is Hertz that the the government Secret Service is renting cars from Hertz? <laughs> well, they must be renting. I know. I don't know why they did. Maybe it's for the people who carry the suitcases or something. Uh, I I don't know <laughs> what 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 the Hertz rentals would be. Maybe they don't get to ride with the you know the big fancy government. Uh, I remember well, when the beast is bulletproof. When so President yeah. Trump came to speak at the airport here in Tupelo, I went. And I remember the day before he came, big, huge cargo planes, see whatever their numbers are, came in and unloaded a whole fleet of cars, including the Beast and other things. And they just, they, it took them a day to just get the transportation stuff all set up at the airport. I remember. You mean like a big C-130? Yeah. Just yeah. With vehicles. Yeah. See, something like that may not 
probably can't, probably can't land at the Nantucket That probably is the case. Well, in fact, the president didn't show up here in Tupelo. He didn't show up in the 747. It was a, a DC-10 or some other. Yeah, the, um, the, the local airport is small. There's a limit. You can land big planes. They just can't take off. Right. Because you know, there's not enough runway. You can check out any time you want, but that's you can right. never leave. That's right. <laughs> All right. So that's uh, – that's, uh, it's an odd story. It's an it's odd, an odd story. story, though. Yeah. yeah. All right, Steve. All right. Uh, so um, <laughs> you may have heard we've been talking – our One Million Moms has been talking a little bit about this, too uh, – there was a new movie out from Disney. It's an animated movie called Strange World, and it uh, <clears throat> it was uh, featured the very first movie featuring a gay main character. This is an animated movie. The budget was between somewhere between one hundred and twenty and one hundred and thirty million dollars, and it bombed. It made just eighteen point six million dollars over the five day holiday. And that's the worst. Only weekend ever for for Disney, only second to the release of West Side Story, which was released during the pandemic when nobody could go to the theaters. You know, uh, this movie, what's the name of it again? Strange World. World. Okay. This, it's an animated movie by Disney. It was released Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, and Disney was proud to promote the fact that their lead teenage character in this animated movie was an open homosexual. Right. right, and he flirts with another boy. Yeah, and Disney's proud of that. Right, they, but the problem with it is that the now I don't know if that's the only reason that the movie bombed, but it's like historically bad numbers. Yeah. They put 180 million between 120 and 130 million dollars million to produce dollars to produce, and they and the opening weekend you. They expected thirty to forty million dollars. Yeah, you need to make back weekend. almost half of your, you know, yeah. to be on. But uh, but it only made eighteen million. Eighteen point. So it, it was an abysmal failure. Yeah. Okay, that's what, and a lot of people are saying the reason for that is Disney's gone woke on their now their people don't want to have children's animated movies promoting homosexuality. Right. The vast majority of Americans don't want that. Even if they're, you know, live and let live, people don't care right. that somebody's gay. They don't want their kids being subjected to that in a entertainment film. I Listen, I, I, of course, like you said, there, there's probably more than one reason for this sh- show bombing. I but think I, all movies did bad last weekend. Yeah, but I think that's part of it. And here's the thing. I, th- I think, I, this is my opinion. I'm just going to state it. You just I, state I can't it. Prove. Let it fly, Ed. I think even people who are, like you said, live and let live when it comes to homosexuality also suspect that kids can be encouraged to go down a path that they might not necessarily have gone down when it comes to sexual orientation and gender because of the promotion of it as being something cool. And it's everywhere in pop culture. And it's everywhere. And I think parents are are starting to go, you know what, it's only 2%, 2.5%. Of the population is, you know, uh, identifies as LGBTQ. Uh, I don't want them to get shoved into lockers at school or beat up in alleyways. But I also don't want my kid being taught that he might be a girl and, you know, needs to start wearing dresses. I don't want to, I don't want to go down that path. And I think, I think that 
enters into what's happening with Disney movies, Marvel movies, I, and so if on. I'm a, if I'm a, a parent and I got an eight-year-old and I want to take him to the movie, I want to go see a family-friendly movie. I don't want a, a teenage gay character, uh, you know, making advances. Yeah, because I don't want to talk to my kid about it when we go off for ice cream after the movie. Yeah, that's what I think that's what people object to, not the subject itself. If that were an adult movie, you know, that's different. So you got context, you got a story development, you got you got you, adults who are able to reason right. right for themselves. But you're talking about you're trying to indoctrinate children and persuade children in a particular direction using Disney's name through the popularity of their animated movies. And in this case, Americans generally said, we don't want this. And indoctrination is the right word. And parents aren't stupid. Right. They know that's what's happening. I think word they, got out. And that I don't know. I think that hurt them with this particular movie. In fact, uh, related to this, Steve, was uh, Disney just fired their CEO they had for a year or less. Yep. Sh- Shapik? Shapik? Shapik. 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 Okay, he was there for a year. Mm-hmm. They fired him because they're losing a lot of money. Their yep. stock's dropping. Dizzy's in trouble financially. And they rehired Bob Iger, right? Yes, Former correct. CEO. Brought him back on board. And he has been asked about why is the company in trouble or having troubles. And interesting, he said that uh, they may they need to back off their wokeness. You want right? to hear that? We got that sound clip if you want. Yeah, where did we get the? Where was this that he was talking? Do you know? I did not grab the sound clip. This was from. I th- I think it's a um, the uh, new Disney CEO Bob Iger's first town hall with yes, employees. That's right. I recall that with employees. With of employees. Yes. So the fire the guy's been there a year, and I, there's more to that story I want to talk about. But they bring back their old CEO, yeah, Disney, and here's what he said. Here's a virtual question. Many cast members had wished that Disney stayed out of politics. Will Disney stay out of making political statements? You know, I think uh, there's a misperception here about what politics is. And I think that some of the subjects that have proven to be controversial as it relates to Disney have been branded political, and I don't necessarily believe they are. I don't think when you are telling stories and attempting to be a good citizen of the world that that's political, just not how I view it. Do I like the company being embroiled in controversy? Of course not. It can be distracting and it can have a negative impact on the company. And to the extent that I can work to kind of quiet things down, I'm going to do that. But I think it's, it's important to put in perspective what some of these subjects are and not just simply brand them political. Okay. Less than ringing endorsement, I suppose. Yes, and but here's here's where I think the guy's all wet. Okay, he's by the way, he's a very smart guy in terms of the entertainment. That's industry. why they brought him back. That's why they brought him back. Um, but he, here's where I think he's all wet. When Disney, when the the your when your predecessor Chapek says we are going to work to repeal the Parental Rights and Education Act. In Florida. In Florida. A, which sta- was a state law. A state law which was passed and simply said 
in our schools, you are not allowed to talk sexual orientation and gender identity between kindergarten and the third grade, okay? When the CEO of Disney says, we're going to work to repeal that law, that's political, dude. All right? You're working to, you are coming out against a law passed by the duly elected legislature of, of the state of Florida, and the governor signed it, and then you say you're going to work to repeal it, you're neck deep in politics. Pal. And it has nothing to do with your business. Right. It was all virtue signaling, and it was the LGBT lobby, and not all of them, but a lot of them, called it the don't say gay law. Right. Remember that? Yep. They, they do that intentionally to try to make people think, don't say gay law. What's wrong with saying gay? Why people shouldn't be, you know, yeah. able to say no. But it was, it was the law was exactly as you described. It said third grade and below in the state of Florida, we don't want them talking about sex in the classroom. Right. But that's the essence of the law. Well, the left turned that into don't say gay. Mm-hmm. And that Disney, uh, the Disney former CEO now, you know, at first he said, I don't want to get involved in politics. Right. We've got to run our business. And so, but he did. Then he felt pressure to speak out against it. And then he groveled. And he groveled. He, he said, I'm also sorry. He got fired. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to get involved. Disney will get involved. And so right. I understand what the current CEO, Bob Iger, is trying to say, but he's misrepresenting where right. Disney is yeah. on this. Uh, I, I take it that they're going to not get involved in things like laws, but they are going to continue to push yeah. homosexuality because he oh, said the, that's not political. Now, he wouldn't say that out loud. Right. Uh, he wouldn't say, you know, we're going to – this pushing the LGBT stuff in kids' shows, that ain't working for us. Right. He's not going to say that like that out loud, but – he it ain't made, working for him. But it ain't However. working for him, and that's that's the vibe I'm getting yep. from his comments yesterday. But that, that kind of thing would not be set out in the open or in emails internally because they – There would be a revolt in Disney if Disney – if Bob Iger said we are no longer touching subjects of sexual orientation or gender, uh, it's just going to be sh- straight down the line, just entertainment, It's and it's going to be boys and girls – if there would be a revolt within Disney, there's no way they can back off that. There would be a revolt among the the lefties and the LGBT types, and there's a lot of them. But evidently, by the way this person posed this question, there are also a lot of employees who work for Disney who aren't in favor right. of pushing the uh, LGBTQ agenda in children's programming. So Yeah, I, I, I have no way of – I. I I think when he says cast members, I think they're talking about Disney World. Um, I think I think their entertainment. I I, I think that uh, Pixar the theme parks. And all that, uh, the theme parks. I think is where you're getting some pushback from uh, what they what they call cast the cast members of Disney World. I think inside the content producing, I think I think that's taken over by. Yeah, but I'm, I'm just saying you may be right. But I, I, I think they're going to end up having to change course because they don't need movies flopping. They, they don't need to lose uh, 50 $100 million. They could lose $100 million. Yeah, they're, 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 their shareholders aren't going to let that go on right. for long. You can only virtue signal so much before it starts costing yeah. you. Yeah. Go woke, go broke is what yep. they say. Next story, Steve. You guys, uh, do you guys remember this guy named Sam Brinton that President Biden hired to be with his Department of 
Department of Energy. He's just, he calls himself non-binary. I'm going to sneeze here. Oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah, this is uh, the, uh, the uh, was that in, a non-binary was that a non-binary sneeze? Would no, that was a very binary sneeze. Okay. It was a binary in, sneeze in me, and then it was okay. out. Okay. Um, Go ahead. So, Go ahead. Ed, I interrupted you there. No, I was going to say this is the uh, the the young man who, who identifies in, as a woman uh, and dress shaved in, head, shaved head, all these dresses and everything. He was recently arrested on a felony of stealing luggage from a carousel at an airport. He went. Who in, is this guy? His name is Sam Brinson, and he, you'll remember the picture of him if you see it. Yeah, here here's a picture of him. Uh, You're going to show me that. Um, well, and that, so well, it, he looks like a freak. Well, that he could be described that way. That wouldn't be totally inaccurate. What what is he? What is he dressed up? Yeah, well, he dresses in makeup. He identifies and, as a woman, uh, non-binary. Anyway, he he sprouts facial hair and just he's got this kind of a strange, weird look. Is that his, for Halloween? No, that's, no, that's, that's him he, every day. That's yes, okay. Every day. Hold on, just a minute. Why is this story important now? This is who? Who's this guy? Well, his official title, by the way, is is <laughs> deputy assistant secretary of. Wait, wait. I got. I got to leave. Okay. What is his title, Ed? Okay, his title is the deputy assistant secretary of spent fuel and waste disposal. No, you're lying. In the office of nuclear energy. For the Department of What's Energy. What's the acronym for that, Ed? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> huh? The, uh, well, I, I'm guessing it's the S-F-W-D-O-N-E. Uh, I watch that sometimes, uh, 10 o'clock on Saturday night. Yeah. It's, uh, they, no, he's, they bring it's these wrestlers Deputy out? Assistant Secretary of Spent Fuel <laughs> and Waste Disposition. That's it. That's it. In the Office of Nuclear Energy. You're making that. Look, no. Huh? That's, that's his title? It's yeah. Wikipedia. Wikipedia don't okay. lie. So anyway, this guy who does this job, Ed just talked about, who uh, is a is a as gender a, he's gender fluid he's gender, he's a man he's a man who, who, who dresses, man who dresses up like a woman right is that with fair a, to with say a shaved shaved head. Head. with a shaved, shaved head. head and, and beards and mustache. so, so like, anyway little like the dalai lama with makeup <laughs> yes <laughs> cameras caught him taking tags off of luggage before he took them out so he can't claim it was just an accident but i saw him he did say that initially so he stole he stole somebody's luggage stole somebody's luggage when my my Twitter feed yesterday, somebody said it makes a whole lot more sense. His his fashion choices make a whole lot more sense if you figure out he's just wearing like uh, clothes he got out of other people's luggage. <laughs> now this luggage was is like worth almost twenty five hundred dollars. This yeah. piece of luggage. Let me luggage. see a picture of that fella again. All right. So here's images Ooh, of that's, that's Sam. Mm, yeah. Wow. Okay then. Yeah, it's a special. That's a special. What, uh, uh, hmm. That. Uh, Man. You want to see more? Uh, no, that's what, what? You know, I don't think we're going to be putting so this up on our Facebook page. He calls himself a, a... Gender fluid. What does that mean? That means he doesn't identify as either male or female, and his what do gender I identity is uh, it, 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 it changeable. Goes, no, no. From what I'm seeing, if this all he does is he's a man who shaves his head and puts on lipstick and makeup and dresses like a woman. Mm -hmm. Now, what do you call that? You call that gender fluid? I call that a, a transgendered, right? Transvestite? Well, gender fluid would fall under the category of transgender. Okay. Because, because it, it, trans means across, 
across all genders. Right. Anyway, what else we got, Steve? All right. Um, I can't look at any more of those pictures. All right. Of this <laughs> <laughs> but let me tell you something. If you need somebody at the Office of Spent Fuel <laughs> and Waste Disposition, <laughs> Sam Otis Britton is your He's man, the man slash woman. But do you think he'll lose his job because he stole somebody's luggage at it's the airport? Felony. It was a felony. He's charged with a felony. Yeah. Uh, I think he could lose his job there at the what, Ed? <laughs> at the Office of Spent Fuel and Waste Disposition. Wow. In the Office of Nuclear Energy. He could do it. You, you could walk in Monday and there's nobody in that office. And there's a little box outside, you know, HR's waiting on. And I told, listen, I told Bring my wife. Bring your playbook. I told my wife, I said, you know, gas prices going through the roof. We need to be careful about how yeah. we spent that fuel. <laughs> Okay. That's a different type of fuel we're talking about, but you know, spent fuel is spent right. spent fuel. So anyway. So um you know the whole misinformation on Twitter, the the, the medical misinformation that they're now Twitter is now going to not monitor what people say. Boy, I tell you the the whole grief that President Trump took when he talked about hydroxychloroquine or or uh, Ivermectin. Ivermectin or bleach or whatever. Well, during hospitalization of some COVID patients, they started giving these patients uh, Pepto-Bismol to treat stomach ailments. Who did? The, the hospital did. And they found something interesting. They found that patients became less dependent on supplemental oxygen after taking Pepto-Bismol. Um, all patients showed at least some improvement in their oxygen needs, and several showed marked improvements. None had any side effects from Pepto-Bismol. So now we're saying that Pepto-Bismol can help you with your COVID infection. All right. Let me just say, as a, this is a, as a hater study. of Pepto-Bismol from my youth, mm -hmm. I can't tell you how disappointed I am to hear this. Because if I have to weigh going through a bout with COVID and taking Pepto-Bismol, I'm honestly not sure which I'm going to choose. And if you tell me that cod liver oil also helps, I'm just sticking with the COVID. Yeah, I, I don't know about cod liver oil. You guys, if you guys, you guys have had Pepto Bismol, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah but I haven't, oh, it works. I, I haven't had this other thing you're talking about. Cod, cod liver, oil? liver oil. Cod liver oil, like uh, from the fish. Yeah, isn't that yeah. isn't that what uh, parents used to give their kids to discipline them? Put make. I don't know why my parents gave it, but it was supposed to make you. Now, Pepto-Bismol, obviously, that's for an upset stomach or something right. like and that. Right, that's what happened. Cod liver oil is for... Uh... Oh, I was just kidding about that. Oh, okay. I was just I thought, kidding. That okay. That's from my youth. Okay, from New England days. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, All right. No, this is apparently what you're saying is because some of the COVID re reactions to COVID was nausea. Like nausea, yes. diarrhea, and that kind of stuff. And so they, they, they gave some of these folks Pepto-Bismol. Right. And then what Lo they behold. found out is that one of the uh, after effects of taking the Pepto-Bismol was it helped them with their oxygen, oxygen coming intake. back. Yeah. That Listen, that's fascinating. Uh, uh, we've said all along that there's going to be a continued learning process about COVID and all that happened over those that two rough two-year period i wouldn't be surprised to find more of this kind of thing these kind of oddball mm. treatments but we're already banned from youtube so you know what else can they do but listen all i'm going to say is ivermectin hydroxychloroquine and pepto-bismol the big three <laughs> 
I think he just got us banned from Facebook right there, yeah. <laughs> now, Facebook's left us alone pretty much, hasn't he? They have. They don't have a summer intern monitoring our show like YouTube did. Apparently apparently not. YouTube, they just sick somebody on us and listen to every show and every minute. But, folks, send your comments to the Department of Spent Fuel and Waste Disposition <laughs> in the Office of Nuclear Energy. All right. Have a good afternoon, everybody. We'll see you back here tomorrow.